0: Good morning. Welcome to Mr. Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Motram. It is Wednesday, July 26th. There's not a whole lot going on in the world of sports uh, right now. So, we're going to talk about other stuff. And here to do that because he's good at it is Dan Steinberg. Hey, Steins.
1: Hey, Jerry. How's it going? You sound so happy. It's amazing. Do I? You do. Can I tell you? It was like a fake happiness
0: because honestly, I don't feel that great.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Can I tell you something about a a previous podcast episode of mine? yeah of yours okay sure I don't listen to that many podcasts but um I was curious about you and Matt Turrell talking about Kirk Cousins and the contract fiasco and so um while I was running I thought maybe I would do that instead of listening to music and so I listened to the introduction and you sounded so happy and it just didn't match how I felt while I was running and I just turned it off (laughs) I'm
0: glad you I'm glad you went to the trouble to like listen and then you didn't even make it through the intro
1: that's yeah I didn't make it it was yeah you were so I don't know Running is, like, not joyful to me. I needed some... I thought that the Cousins discussion would be angst-filled, but then you were so happy I just couldn't do it. You should have maybe let it run a little bit longer. I'll try I like I was just, I'll... like, whining and upset. Oh, most really? Most
0: of that podcast, yeah.
1: Okay. So uh,
0: and that's just Turtles' like, default setting. Right, yeah. Um, we wanted to have you back on the pod because I, like... I just generally like things a lot better when Bog is my co-pilot. Um, <laughs> but we didn't have... We didn't really have a topic. First, it was going to be Cheez-Its. Um and like cheese at flavor power rankings. What
1: what was your number one, by the way? Well, I haven't tried that many flavors. I re- I really like the reduced fat one. And I like them actually better than regular. Cause they've got such a amazing crisp that almost tastes a little burnt. And I, I just enjoy that, but I haven't, I don't taste most of the flavors. I don't like, um, you threw out a that, bunch of flavors. You threw out white cheddar. I feel like there a lot of white I don't like flavors. White cheddar. You mentioned the spicy one. I was, the,
0: well, the cheese at hot and spicy yeah. flavor is, is hard to top. Um, Cheese and like Tabasco infused crackers, uh, but we, hey, if like, you're
1: listening to this for for sports talks, to stick with us because it's it's coming.
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, we decided that wasn't going to be a good topic um, good. because we basically just did it in thirty seconds. Um, but something else came up that was interesting, which is the proliferation of these um, the athletic sites. You know, the athletic is this startup. A couple guys in San Francisco um, launched it last year with market specific sports sites that are subscription based. Uh, I know you know all this, but I'm just kind of setting it up for people who aren't like, way too into sports media, mm-hmm. um, which excludes all of our listening audience at the moment. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, it started with The Athletic Chicago, and you could pay $6 a month or $40 a year to read all of their stories, which were behind a paywall, and they hired a small uh, but you know, nominally like high-quality staff to cover the, the Chicago sports teams. From there, they've grown to... Uh, Toronto Cleveland Detroit I think San Francisco's launching there's like six or seven markets uh, they announced earlier this week a huge fundraise uh, 5.8 million dollars uh, you know infusion of venture capital they're launching college football and college basketball national sites so they're not just doing local they're also doing national all of which got us to thinking like what would the athletic DC look like or what should it look like you know when it comes to town um
1: if it comes to
0: town, if it comes to town, um, yeah. to go head to head with your
1: Washington Post sports section,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and we should say that in Boston, there's also a separate non athletic affiliated site called, I think, Boston Sports Journal. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, it's like Greg Bedard, I think, from SI. Right, yeah. I you but a point. very similar
1: concept with a similar staff
0: size and a similar subscription model. There's one in Pittsburgh that I the name escapes me DK um, Sports,
1: DK Sports, which actually has a large staff and they cover. All the way down to, like, University of Pittsburgh and stuff like that.
0: So I threw it out there on Twitter from uh, the Mr. Relevant account. Like, you know, here's what's happening with The Athletic. You know, what would you, like, people of Twitter want from the D.C. version of The Athletic? Like, what would you pay for? Um, And the response was kind of what you would expect. And it's pretty much in line with, like, The Athletic's seeming strategy, which is, um, you know, just great writing. People don't seem to care about you know video-based content very much, um, despite much of our industry, quote, pivoting to video. Um, mm. It was all about high-quality writing. Um, a lot of the feedback was less Redskins and more Caps, Nats, and Whiz. maybe because there's just kind of a saturation of Redskins coverage. Um, and then the other thing was, like, it depends. It depends on the people, you know, who who are the the writers and the staff members that that would be on this kind of hypothetical DC site. And, and that would, you know, make or break whether people were willing to pay.
1: Yeah. And, and it has prompted, the discussion has prompted me to talk about this topic with my colleagues about what a site would look like and to think about it constantly and to think about what I consume as a, a reader and what I think other readers would want to consume and would want to pay to consume and basically i don't know the answer to any of these questions i wish that i did but i i could be convinced a million different ways well my big thing is that
0: you know it's so different from market to market and in the dc market you have kind of a unique beast with the washington post because not only is the sports section you know really good and has been good for a long time Uh, But that paper more so than just about any other paper is thriving. And, you know, if you subscribe to the Washington Post sports, you know, to get coverage of all your favorite, you know, DC pro teams, you're getting so much more, you know, uh, from the rest of the, from the rest of the Washington Post, you know, so like, I already subscribed to the Post and it's not just for sports, but sports is like a great, you know, value add to like everything about you know trump etc um so it'd be hard to justify saying okay i'm gonna either stop subscribing to the post or i'm gonna subscribe and pay it pay even more money for dc sports like i don't know that those dynamics are in play nearly to that extent in chicago yeah, Cleveland, etc
1: yeah i think it's about the worst for that reason i think it's about the worst market imaginable because i mean washington and new york have the two papers two locally based papers at you know that are, are doing best right now and washington the washington Post sports section has always been i think predominantly local and so unlike the new york times our focus mm-hmm. is really heavily on dc sports and we're doing really well um as a paper right now and so it allows us to do a good job covering the local teams. i mean it's, it's almost absurd how much we cover local sports for an outlet that is doing as well nationally as the post is right now. So, yeah, I think it's a bad choice. (laughs) Well, we're going to do it anyway. And, um, you know,
0: I threw out that question on Twitter and people started suggesting names. A majority of the names that people would suggest for this DC sports site are already employed at the Washington post. Yeah. Um, certainly not limited to that you know that pool of of talent but uh that's where a majority of the talent comes from so i you know all of which is to say i don't know that a dc sports site with the athletics model would work but the athletics model is such that what they've said publicly as part of this kind of announcement of their latest fundraise is for any given market to turn a profit they need about 10,000 subscribers and when you look at the various you know pricing plans that they've got 10,000 subscribers is roughly 500 grand per year uh, in revenue to be profitable. Uh, So if you're constructing a DC sports version of The Athletic, you have about that much to work with. Um, You know, you could go up or down from that, but that's kind of like a, a rough parameter of like, let's be realistic. We're not hiring like Michael Wilbon or what have you. Uh, if we want to hire anybody else um, right so i should say that's like one parameter that we're going to operate loosely within oh you see uh, i
1: didn't i didn't really know this so uh, in, in my dream world i was imagining that m- my money was was good like anyone who i offered this role to would have would jump at it and salary was not a concern right. but so, that, so, my... so you in other words like money is no object well, that's what I've been thinking, but maybe, I mean, maybe it's better to imagine money being an object. We so, should say, too, that in some of these markets, some of the big names we're going to the sites are we're working at papers that were either right. not, not doing well or were even out of job at the time. And so right. I think for them, probably money the money w- was good. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, the flex yeah. money was, was good. Yeah. yeah. The budget was
0: uh, reasonable enough to put together. Stuff. So what we're going to do, yep. this is going to be a two part podcast edition. This is part one. All this throat clearing is part one. Part two is going to be Dan and I going back and forth and drafting a staff of hypothetical athletic DC.
1: Uh, we. Yeah, I have more throat clearing to do. Are oh, we done clearing okay. our throats? Oh no, please, by all means. <clears throat> I mean, like in, in terms of like the, I mean, I think the Redskins question is interesting. I, I know that that was the feedback that you got on mm-hmm. on Twitter, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I can't imagine launching a subscription DC sports site in which the predominant focus was not the Redskins. It just doesn't seem smart to me. I mean, I guess you could say there's there's more of an opening um, for these other teams, and maybe there's a more of a. You know, maybe information is more prized so that if you took the best name or the most valuable local reporter on the Wizards, that would be of more um, value, you know, relatively than than the best voice on the Redskins. But I just can't imagine trying to launch a site and make people pay for D.C. sports information and not making the Redskins first and foremost.
0: I I I tend to agree with you. And I would say, like, the Twitter survey results I was sharing earlier, like, I don't necessarily, like, co-sign all of those, you know, that's like a vocal minority of people on Twitter who follow at Mister Irrelevant DC and who are probably more subject to like being into the, you know, caps and ads and or whiz at a higher level than like your typical DC sports fan.
1: Yeah. But but that
0: said, those, those might also be exactly the type of people who'd be willing to pay an additional subscription
1: for DC sports. Maybe, but like, this is an interesting question and I don't know the answer and you probably don't, but like, Say there was just Wizards, okay? Just theoretically. Say that you were launching a subscription site only for Wizards news, and it was going to have, by far, the best Wizards news out there. How many people would subscribe? Like, 17? No, but I mean, seriously. It would be, like, less than a 1,000, probably, right? Or maybe a couple thousand? I don't know.
0: Maybe a couple you, thousand. Yeah, I don't know. It's even hard if to say. you had
1: better information than anyone else had. It's just... I, I, it just doesn't feel like a winning strategy to me. I think may, maybe with the Nationals, may, maybe with the Nationals, you could do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Caps, I, I don't know. I think that in some ways, I think the blogs are have been like a more reliable source for Caps News in the past decade than mainstream media has. But I, it just feels—it feels scary to me to base it on anything other
0: than the Redskins. Well, just looking at, I mean, it's a different... Beast, just like kind of general web population traffic versus like, you know, subscriptions. Right. Um, but just looking at post sports or even DC spa, sports bog traffic, like what percentage of the track, how big is like the traffic pie slice of Redskins? Is it like 50% and everything else is roughly 50% or is it, you know, more kind of sliced up than that?
1: Uh, anymore, I don't even know. Like I don't even see the numbers totally anymore. And I, like now, like our biggest home runs often have nothing to do with local sports either they're like some you know dumb viral thing that goes crazy or it's some like you know massive national scale investigation or feature story or something like that and so i don't even know anymore i can tell you that the wizards whatever the pie slice of the pie is the wizards are eating crumbs man
0: (laughs) uh, You, you don't know your traffic anymore does that mean like at one point you did have access to your analytics and then it was taken away from you
1: no, no, no. I mean, I get like a daily traffic report, but it, it really doesn't divide things up by sport or by tech or anything. I could, I could get it if I wanted to, but everything involving my traffic makes me depressed and I wouldn't want to do it. But I, I mean, that is like another interesting part of this is that stuff that I have done in the past, like I do a lot of Chris Cooley stuff. Do you know what I mean? I do a lot of Chris Cooley transcripts saying provocative things about the Redskins. And I do that because I know that it will get a market. If we're doing a subscription site and we really were just concerned with providing like the greatest information to people... I, I don't know that you would do that. Do you know what I mean? If you didn't care about the traffic, I, would stuff like that, would you know provocative headlines even matter? They probably wouldn't, I guess, right?
0: I think it would be a mix because, I mean, you might be saying like, what I'm hearing you say is like, you know, Chris Cooley transcriptions are clickbaity and kind of like not exclusive to the post, certainly. Like you can kind right. of get that anywhere. But yeah. as a Skins fan, like I like that shit. You know, if you've yeah. got something to say about you know, like that Cousins, like season in any interception wasn't really Cousins' fault. Like I, you know, that might be clickbait or whatever, but I want to hear his analysis as someone who used to, you know, play on that yeah. team be in that locker room. Yeah. Um, and just because I'm paying a subscription for the athletic DC doesn't mean I, that I don't want that stuff there too. You know, I want exclusive reporting and analysis and commentary I can't get anywhere else, but I also want pretty much anything that's like interesting or informative about my team's in the yeah.
1: mix well that's interesting okay well i'll bear that in mind as we as we head into part two of this
0: anything else anything else you want to get off your chest this is like oh, no, i mean we... this is like use your illusion part one before <laughs> uh i guess they both came out at the same time part one and part two that's kind of what I we're doing with right. this podcast
1: when i was in high school i think those are um, the last
0: cassettes that i bought dan
1: Use your illusions. Yeah.
0: I don't know that I ever owned
1: them. Maybe I did. Well, you know, you, you mentioned the video feedback. I don't think you mentioned the audio. And, and I would no. imagine that any of these sites at this point would make audio at least some part, some, some component to what they were doing. I think that, like, the Toronto site, I think, has multiple podcasts covering multiple sports that come out multiple times a week, I believe. I'm
0: glad you brought that up because I love podcasts, clearly. Um, but how do you put those behind a paywall like how does Toronto aren't they just freely available to anybody who wants to listen without paying I suppose they
1: probably are I yeah I, I don't even know I talked to um James Myrtle who's the editor of the Toronto mm-hmm. site you know well-respected um, Maple Leafs writer and hockey writer noted right? noted, he's, noted he's, hockey enthusiast sure during the playoffs and um I really was kind of excited about the concept then and, and we had a conversation about it we, we he mentioned the podcast and how well they do um but I, I didn't ask that question, or well, if I did, I forgot. Well, the,
0: you bring something up that kind of leads me to mention some, another aspect of this. is like, I don't know that I would pay for a DC sports site because I just don't need that in my life. Like I said, I'm already paying for the post. There's a lot of stuff out there freely available. But I'd want to support a DC sports site. You know, like, it's almost like a philanthropic thing to, like, support journalism. Uh Especially right now. I mean, even if it's sports. about even if it's about sports. So, like, can I put you,
1: can I put you on the spot then? Sorry, did sure. you have more to say there? No, no, go ahead. I was going to ask you have Have you given money to Russian Machine, which has
0: held various fundraising drives over the years to pay their writers? I haven't given a dime, and that yeah. wasn't like a conscious choice. Like, I'm not paying those bastards or whatever. I huh. just I, I just never really like thought to make that decision one way or the other. Yeah.
1: Um, I think that they they have come the closest to reader. I mean, of, of non-post sites, to, of reader-supported journalism or whatever you want to call it, what they do. Um, and I think that they've, they've gotten enough that they can pay people, you know, a not insignificant amount to contribute to their site. And
0: that's the best source of Caps coverage in the market, is their site. And so I can see how their readers would support them in that way. I'm not, like, a huge hockey fan also, I should say. Like, you know, I'm kind of a bandwagoner. Yeah. Um, but with podcasts and like this athletic DC like subscription based, I think that like just readers supporting an aspect of this that they might not have to pay for. They might not have to pay for it, but like they would support it by paying for the other stuff that is behind the paywall. Like I would yeah. want a great Redskins podcast in my life because yeah. I don't like the junkies or dukes or whatever and I don't want to listen to that. So I'd rather have like something every day that i knew that i liked that i could listen to even
1: if i didn't have to pay for it i I would yeah and the junkies example is interesting to me and and will will be interesting as far as the draft goes because i know you feel differently and you have a long-standing issue with with their um or whatever the word might might be that you would use i have gotten to the point where i care about those guys and i care about their lives and i care about their dumb kids and i care about you know the dumb things that they care about and that's the reason why I listen to their show virtually every day and i think that's the only to me that that's at least an element to making a set like this work is yeah. caring about the author and not just the information the author is giving you and that's why i listen to the junkies it's not because of the information it's because of the personalities do you know what i mean and, and so i think that that actually matters and yeah like that, and it matters for me so, so
0: like so you're hooked and like look i haven't even lived in dc in 9 years so like terrestrial radio isn't really like part of my life you know like like i don't listen to 1067 or or 980 or whatever um but i could see how if that is a part of your daily habit like them coming to the athletic dc or what have you would bring you along with it just like on a larger scale like stern brought people to whatever satellite radio right
1: had it's been nine years since you left d c that's amazing
0: it's been nine years, yeah, and that's also like keep in mind like when I'm doing my drafting, I might be totally out of step with like the market because yeah. I'm kind of in my own little you know bubble here
1: well, I certainly feel like we, we should stop doing this, but I certainly feel like I, I used to be better in touch with the twenty five year old d c sports fan ten years ago than I am with today's twenty five year old d c sports fan because I'm now sixteen years older than that older <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, so, say... so you're
0: more in touch with them when you're in your twenties
1: than now (laughs) well yeah but it makes it hard it makes it it makes me worry about being out of touch and about not saying the right things when i'm trying to think of of what a site would be that works
0: well we already talked about cheese it's and um guns N' roses albums from like 1991 (laughs) so we're probably like just so far
1: from being in touch with and our our first, our first version of this included your your child wailing in the background and the fact that we have children who could wail in the background doesn't help our cause either <laughs> yeah
0: that we, we caught that one in post um yeah. all right so is that enough for for part one of, of the
1: two-part athletic dc mr Elvin pod i think so uh, there's so many thoughts running through my head about this but i think all people want to do is hear us take off names so
0: all right well i'm going to cut this out i'm going to publish it out if you've listened to this then you should uh come back and get with that uh, we will publish both on the same day. So, uh, Dan, I'll talk to you in a few minutes. See you.